guys. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just wanted to say if you can please hit that like and subscribe button. This will mean we can keep making quality content for you guys. But yeah, now back to the podcast. So <laughs> with climate change, what is obviously we're talking about energy and yeah, obviously yeah. the government wants big to, leap. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The government yeah. wants to get out into like people save energy, all that good stuff. Yes. So I just think a lot of it's commercial. A lot mm. of it's to do with trying to make these energy companies, whether it's an um, electric car companies. I think a lot of it's pushing people. Like they did, let's say the 2030, everyone's going to have electric cars. I think a lot of it's like brainwashing people to believe that it's not everyone's got to have electric cars. It's just new car production has to be electric. That's really mm. sad, though, isn't it? Like we're seeing an end or something. It's like stopping iPhone, changing it to like not be wireless or something. Mm-hmm. It'd be like crazy, and it'd be like fuck. Yes, you know? I just feel like with with the way that they're pushing it, even if it's just that, I guess the way they do it, like people with electric cars feel like they're doing something better for the environment. But people don't look at, okay, how is an electric car actually made? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. does that lithium-ion battery come mm-hmm. from? What's the mm-hmm. raw materials used in making that electric car? Exactly. So does it actually outweigh internal combustion cars? That's not what people look at. People just get fed what they get told mm-hmm. by, let's say, Greta Thunberg. <laughs> by kids? <laughs> Have a go at Greta Thunberg, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she just took down Andrew Tate. She took down Tom G. Mine's <laughs> out. No, but it's just people just just obliged to whatever they've been told. That's yeah. what I feel like with with climate change. I just like when people actually look at it, you look at the history of temperatures in the last 6,000, 9,000 years. Mm. This, like whatever big spike, the end. It's just like, it's not as big as people say it is. Yeah. That's what I think. And plus like volcanoes emit so much more CO2 than like every single factory combined or something. Like, apparently there's like, when a volcano erupts, it's like the craziest amount of CO2. That's like, um, when the dinosaurs thing, you died in it. Well, dinosaurs, that's mm-hmm. pretty controversial, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's because of volcanoes and the meteorite. Like, Why that, is dinosaurs controversial? Because some people don't believe in them, and some people think it's a hoax. Some people think dinosaurs weren't real. Yeah, because it's not in the you know religious books that dinosaurs were there, isn't it? Yeah, but the, the fucking fossils to yeah. show dinosaurs. Apparently that's <laughs> ma- made up, like, flat earth. You know flat earth, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Of course not. <laughs> nah. You know what I mean? The... Nah, but the I Dinosaurs you... were killed because of an asteroid. It was yeah, an asteroid then... that hit Earth and that's what caused like the change in climate. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I'm back in school here. Like... <laughs> you know dinosaurs were living for like 400 years, million years. Oh yeah. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. We so haven't that... even been living for like millions of years yet. We've only been alive for, I don't know. Yeah, so if you go back to what you said initially about climate change, I think a lot of it's to make it seem like mankind, we can control the change of this atmosphere. Right. Change of the, I just think the atmosphere naturally changes. Exactly. A lot of it's n- n- not in our, even on our control. Yeah. Like, theory, like theories that come around that men just, like, it's just all about trying to put too much power on the powers that be so that mm. we as a mass people, we just oblige to whatever they tell just us. Just say yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Exactly. Clean air zone. Okay, I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but imagine the guy that invented clean air zone. Just literally stealing people's money. Like, I fucking hate clean air zones. Where have you seen it's clean air zones being implemented? Like London, uh-huh. Birmingham. It's coming to Newcastle. Mm. It's coming. It's in it's Bradford. In, yeah, it's in a lot of cities now. It's just like, uh-huh. it stops you from driving. It just, it's just unnecessary stress. 
because it's like I wish life was just simple and then mm. making these complicated <laughs> things like oh you gotta get electrical car you have to get car over 2017 plate mm-hmm. like, 15 whatever like just make it simple yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying let me just get from A to B without fucking 20 different hurdles in between mm-hmm. like 30 different speed cameras and this and that like fuck because mm-hmm. the way with electric cars and the way that you're saying that they're just like forcing people to oblige they don't actually talk about if you had an electric car or you had a like what benefit are you actually giving to the environment people mm. don't get taught that people just get taught right electric cars are better because it's not as much co2 footprint we need to tra- it's just about tracking everyone's like footprint um mm. tracking everything that we do mm. at the end of the day internal combustion cars aren't going to change and stop this two degree climate change that they think is going to destroy this world exactly exactly um people are not going to stop having internal combustion engine cars mm-hmm. once yeah. they stop it in 2030 the value of used cars will just go up mm-hmm. because obviously the supply has diminished mm-hmm. plus once they start doing this thing where like where they can they can control your cars to stop yeah another pandemic happens where they can stop you from actually driving it imagine shit like that like that's full control in it I mean, that's only electric cars yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying so like nobody's going to even want to buy them Yes. they'll force you to use them and stuff like we're, we're talking like full control giving yes. your full freedom to the government kind of thing isn't it? but then it's not the government that has control it's the actual car companies that will have yeah but let's control. say social media the government's in fbi is in talks with zuckerberg in it to get information from everyone so it's not really mm. private company anymore it's like the fbi is involved the mm-hmm. high government's involved so if you go on nicholas point imagine we all have electric cars another lockdown happens we can't leave our houses. Can't drive. Yeah, okay. Imagine we all got yeah, electric yeah. cars. Who controls the switch to turn them all off? Yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk, bro. <laughs> don't know, like, he's all about free speech now, so... Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't fall down that road. Or if somebody doesn't take him out or something. Yeah. You know? I just think it's all little, like, incremental movements to take control away from the people and for people to just accept whatever's being told to them by the news, by movies by certain political figures or people in entertainment roles and when you see people who try and fight against it let's say for example Kanye West let's say someone on YouTube like Andrew Tate you just see the way that they all get all the lazy talk yeah all the lazy <laughs> talk it's going to happen but so but you just see how the attack comes on them straight away they build them up that yeah, they attack yeah. them down yeah and then the people who believed in them they completely lose all their values now mm. So I just think a lot of it is, it's control, but it's not not by people who we. It's just by the people who b- work behind the scenes. Yeah, there was a I was I saw a clip of Joe Rogan talking about Alex Jones and how um, Alex Jones used to tell him about Epstein Island like ten mm. years ago, twenty years ago, whatever. Mm. And Joe Rogan was like, "Bro, you're crazy. There's an island of like this guy having underage girls and all the celebrities were fucking them and stuff." And then obviously it came true in it. So I think most of these theories that people talk about, it, it's only going to come true in 10, 20 years' time. It's like they can probably see it in the future, but it just takes some time for other people to get on board with the hype. Do you know what I mean? Yes, because that's what happens with the truth. Someone could say the truth about like what Alex Jones did in that situation 20 years ago. It sounds alien because at that time, the people who he's accusing of are being listed as angelic figures mm. who you can't say anything against. But what happens to the truth is it always eventually comes out. Yeah. So something like about Epstein and those islands, 
it's just like a massive reality check for the people who bought into it. Mm. So with that situation, I just think it's good that in these days, the the truth always comes out because yeah. we're living in that age of information. Yeah, yeah, you can literally find all these things out by a quick internet search, YouTube, and things like that gives power to the people. Yeah, because it actually makes that people want to actually do their own research, look into things, and I I don't say that you should just always believe. So for example, let's say Alex Jones was right about that. Don't just believe everything he says. He'll have points where he wants to get attention and says certain things. Yeah, like the but, Sandy Hook thing, but which I is think, pretty peak. Yes, but I just think, just take whatever, everything what people say, but be willing to do your own research to back it up. Yeah. Because what happens when you just believe everything someone says is like you just start to idolize that person. Mm. Yeah. So, like, in situations like that, I just think it's good. It's good that people get that freedom of speech. People get to talk, like in that instance 20 years ago. But if people are willing to do their own research on the side of it as well, yeah, that's when we'll actually like have a sort of like values that everyone actually sticks to a culture. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy how Epstein Island they still haven't got the people. They they haven't got the list of people that went there. Was really? killed him in it? Well, no, mm. they, they probably do because they've got information from what is, who is it? Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm. They just haven't released it yet. Yeah, because she's still in prison. Why do you think that happens? So they make this breakthrough and then everyone else who was on the black book or whatever it was called, yeah. the list, they're all still roaming life. Yeah, of course they're not going to release that because it's like the high top-end elite people that's mm-hmm. in the list. So why would they release it? Mm. <laughs> it's because they get that massive exposure. Epstein gets demonized. He suicided. Then everyone else who is still at the higher ends of like the entertainment industry they're all bulletproof. Yeah. And no, there's no like extra investigations on them. So that in itself, it just tells people how they're willing to demonize that one person. So you get a certain amount of invasion, but they don't want you to look too much into it. Yeah, of course. So it's like, oh, we are doing something about it. Yes. But we ain't going to do everything that you want us to do kind of thing, isn't it? It's that controlled opposition. They build someone up who's apparently against them. But at the end of the day, everyone in that type of sector, they're all in it together. To try and push those values on us. Yeah. Crazy, innit? How it works, but gotta live with it, innit? That's that's just how it is. Of course. Just gotta understand that's the reality and move on, essentially, because we can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's good to le- watch the news, it's good to um, listen to whatever type of views are being put on society at the moment. Like, for example, like in Qatar, you saw before the World Cup. What, how they were trying to brand Qatar as, they were trying to devalue all the yeah. values that they actually stuck to. It's good to see these things. Just know that these are the techniques that they're trying to manipulate people on so yeah. you can move differently and move accordingly. Yeah. yeah, but you need to understand that. Most people can't understand that. Mm-hmm. They don't think like that, but do they? Like, mm-hmm. You listen to the news and you believe everything the news says. Mm-hmm. You're not going to watch the news and think with an open mind mm-hmm. about, you know... <laughs> whether this stuff is actually factual or whether there's bias involved. Yeah, that's always up to the person, isn't it? Yeah. It's up to you if you want to take everything. I just take everything that I see in the news with a grain of salt. Yeah. Obviously, there's some things like that the weather. I'm not going to be like, fuck off, the weather's wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've just, I've just got to just, I just always like to do my own, like look at look it up for myself. Due diligence. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I saw a thing on news. I was watching the news for some reason. 
Mm-hmm. I saw like how a head teacher of the school was talking about how it's influenced Andrew Tate's influencing these kids and how they're battling it. And I was like, how is this on the fucking main news in it? Mm. Like it's, uh, do you know what I mean? Like the as if like this guy's been killing people. Like mm. she, like literally like oh his influence on little boys is that bad. The head teacher's coming out and talking about how we have to stop this from. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like you know what I'm saying? There's actual real world problems that's happening in the world, right? Like okay, like let's say porn on your phone. That's horrible. That's really bad. They don't want to talk about that. Or gambling on your phone. Oh, they don't talk about that. Alcohol, or drugs, pharmacies, making all these money from people. Nah, Andrew Tate. Head teacher's got to come out and talk about Andrew Tate being a bad influence. I'm like, how is that in the news, bro? There's real world problems. And that's a problem? That's your biggest problem? Like, mm. kids being influenced by someone? What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But why do you think that the head teacher's specifically saying Andrew Tate? Yeah, and why do you think it's specifically the boys are getting influenced by Andrew Tate? Why do you think that is? Because he's telling the fucking truth, isn't it? Like, what the fuck? It's because they understand the influence that someone like him has. Because the way, it's not just what he says, it's what he backs it up by his actions. So someone like him, he talks about, like, self-improvement. Talks about how you can be a better version of yourself. Mm. And he actually backs it up. If you look at his history, he was, what, four-time kickboxing world champion. Yeah, yeah. At that many flight, at 80-odd summon fights. And then you see what he's doing in business now. He actually started off in sales jobs, if you ever yeah, listen yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. And then he got to do a point where he's got a network, connections. He's got empire, like, owns property, but he doesn't own it himself. He owns it with, like, companies in Singapore. The way he's, like, made himself bulletproof to even when everyone cancels him, he can still stay afloat. Still making money. But the thing they don't like about him, he just unabashedly says his point of view mm. and says it in a way that with, like, because at the end of the day, he's got a gift of gab. He knows how to articulate yeah, his words. Yeah. He knows how to get reactions from people. And they don't like that he actually sticks to those like values of men being men, women being women. Mm. Don't compete with each other. Complement each other. They don't want those type of views going to young boys. So, yeah. so when a young boy goes in his class and he's like to a teacher, I'm not listening to you. What's the co- what color is your Bugatti? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... At the end of the day, as you said, it's not something criminal. It's not something that's destructive. It's yeah, something yeah. that will actually like test their mind and make them think of a different point of view. Yeah, yeah. The second when they want to demonize that point of view, there's a reason for that because they understand the power he has. Mm. I think the second you silence someone, that itself, you're showing that they have something about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It's what you believe the education system is because I just think specifically the education system in the UK because I've been through it. I just Can think, I have, a, have the mic a bit closer to you? Yeah, bro. Like, I just think it's more to do with how they teach you how to think than what your actual intellectual capacity yeah. is. Yeah. So just the way they do tests, uh, okay, you have to memorize a certain amount in the textbook, regurgitate it back on the test. Mm. But... Let's say someone's like you get a lot of, especially I'm just talking because I'm a I'm a man. I can talk about like when you're a young boy and you like you start to get bored in a class, so you start to get like right. I don't care about Pythagoras theorem. Mm-hmm. If you start to think like that, they don't have somewhere to like a trades or somewhere to keep that boy's like energy and attention mm-hmm. that he has. Yeah. So I think a lot of school is just indoctrination. How you're taught to just comply with 
come to school, make sure you got a tie, mm. make sure you come in at nine o'clock, make sure you leave at 3.30, yeah. don't talk about it, don't make mistakes. Like, that's not a good way to teach someone. Don't use a calculator for maths. Mm. How stupid is that? Why would I not use a calculator? You know what I'm saying? That's like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? When you're like stranded on an island and there's a pig in front of you and you're taught, oh, you can't do that. Why not? I need to fucking survive in it. They said, mm-hmm. don't cheat. Mm. Bro, in life, once you get out, you have to know how to cheat to survive. Mm-hmm. In it, like at the end of the day, you need to have cheat codes to stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't just be do everything. Oh, I got. I can't use a calculator to help me. What the fuck? Of course, you need a calculator to help you. Yes. So it makes life easier. Yes, because when you go in on that, when you actually make, if you want to start a business or make moves, you have to make mistakes. Mm. The way you cheat is you ask someone who's already done it and someone in a position that you want to be in. They're the people you ask help yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. What they do in school, they make you, they demonize that. They say, no, you can't have, no, no, you've got to do it right the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not how people mm-hmm. learn. And only your way, you can't look at other people's answers. You've got to do it your way. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, bro, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to like uh, discuss ideas, discuss. You know what I'm saying? Of course, because at the end of it, they just want everyone to have the same values, conform to the same rules, conform to, okay, He's the one who tells me everything. So I'm just going to come in school, as I said, at a certain time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to talk over. That's not how people progress in mm. bi- in whatever type of endeavor you want to do in life. Yeah. You've got to be willing to... if like The way I say it is, you should learn from people who are in positions you want to be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think your parents will always give you... like Your parents are the only people, I believe, who actually have a role to help you mm. because they put you on this earth. Yeah. Everyone else, you've got to take what they say with a grain of salt and actually like only oblige what they say if you feel like they're in a position you want to be in. Mm. If yeah. someone's not in a position you want to be in, let's say a teacher, I don't want to be in that role. Yeah. Okay. Not saying I respect good teachers, but let's say someone's in a position I don't want to be in. Why should I have to listen to you? Yeah. I'd rather get information from people who you look are, up to. Exactly. That makes sense. Like if I want to be a figure skater. I've got to watch like a teacher or like someone who is a figure skater in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if I'm just constantly looking at a maths teacher and I've got no interest in being a maths teacher, it's kind of like I'm wasting my time in it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, th- I think the flaw of the education system is, as it, like we're living in 2023 now, the education system is still very like outdated. Yeah. As I said, it only tests that one type of intelligence, which is a lot to do with memory and to do with regurgitation. It doesn't test like that level of creativity. Like if someone's creative mindset or someone's got a mindset of like, let's say, uh, like a sport, like it doesn't test everyone. Yeah. It only highlights a certain level of people. Yeah. So I think a lot, like one thing that would be grateful for people if they pushed it is trades. Mm. Like a lot of guys are in school and they get, like you see those kids who are talented in sports, who are good football players, but then they start to hang around in the wrong crowd mm-hmm. and then they just lose everything. And then they end up working in like a nine to five job, but they're not actually happy with it. Like if you're happy with it, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of these guys, if you just showed them a trade, something to do with their hands that would actually be constructive and they could actually be their own man, get a good wage. Mm-hmm. I look, because then I work in the property. So like, I know guys making 300,000 pound a week every single week regularly just from trades and they're all their own man as well they can dictate three hundred thousand pound a week 300 to a thousand oh. pound a week <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna say 300, yeah, 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 yeah. 
like uh, labor, labor as mm. you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course they make good money. And then they work on their own terms as well, innit? And of mm. course it's a role that's always going to be needed. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's what I think about Until the robots come and take over. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> what can I think about that? You know what I'm saying? It's because a, lo- a lot of even in manufacturing companies like Nissan, a lot of the time it's now robots and artificial intelligence taking control yeah. in it. Because it's just like on like the line working it. So all the robots need to do is put, put things in the line, take things out of the line. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's like quality control. And stuff. Yeah. Well, they're doing very smartly. They're like doing it slowly. Mm-hmm. They're slowly putting robots in. They haven't done like, oh, everyone's sacked now. They do like, they sack like 10 people, replaced with 10 robots. Mm. And then like a couple months later, they do like 10 more, sack 10 more people. Yeah, because that's the safe thing to do. Isn't it's it? like the prog- they're progressively like changing people to humans and stuff. Right? So with that, I think the way they do it is they say it's more cost effective for them to have a robot. Because mm-hmm. he'll do the work and Never he won't make mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Over the long term, yeah, of course. Especially if the accuracy rate is really high. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say you own Nissan. Would you do that type of things as well? Like, just, like, if it's more cost-effective for you, why wouldn't you put a robot in? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you have a company, your main goal is profitability. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. You didn't design a company to employ people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just... I can't be emotional trying to be like, I need, yeah. I need uh, you know... Make all these people happy and stuff. But I think what will happen is if it does get to a point where everything is automated or like the basic level jobs are mainly automated, the government will probably just give out lab- living wages. That's what I think what will probably happen. Because people still need money. Yes. If there's no jobs, yes. like how are people going to live? They still need money for day-to-day things. I think there's going to be like, there's not going to be a middle class anymore. I think there's going to be rich people and then probably broke people. So that sounds more like socialism and even communistic society yeah. where people are just given a certain amount of money yeah. because you yeah. need it. C- claim yeah. its benefits, yeah. But what do you think of that though? Do you think communism could be something that actually could work in a long-term basis? What's the difference between socialism and communism? So socialism, in my eyes, is just a watered-down version of communism. Right, okay. Because... At the end of the day, what's communism? Communism is just you work hard and the money you get, you'll give it to the powers that be. You just give it to them and you expect them to divvy out that money equally to everyone so that no one feels like they're above anyone. No one feels like they're below anyone. Everyone's just in the same boat. What that sounds like to me is a loser's paradise. Mm. So people who don't want to be willing to put the same work ethic, the perseverance, the things you need to become successful, they get rewarded the same. It's that, it's that everyone's yeah. that equal, everyone's the same. That's the type of things that are being taught now. That like, I, I think we're slowly getting yeah. pushed into that type of... They start saying socialism, but mm. it always ends in communism. Look what China's in. If For the banks, communism's the preferred banking system. Because at the end of the day, they get given all the money and they can divvy it out yeah. to whatever they feels right. In my opinion, capitalism, a healthy form of capitalism, is always what works in societies. What's capitalism? So capitalism is when people who will be actually willing to put hard work, work hard, per- perseverance, they get, they'll get more rewards, they'll get paid more. Mm. That's like what we're living in. That's what when you're meant to be living in the West. That's the whole reason wars were fought over Vietnam, over communism and capitalism. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> 
So in a communist environment, you're doing a sales job, you'll probably get paid the same in it, even if you get more clients. Well, sales is completely against communism. Because mm. as I said, in communism, you're literally just... You don't your... have an incentive to earn more. Yes. You're... Your faith in your God is the government because you just expect everything from them. Mm. It's just, I'll do whatever you say and you give me whatever you feel like is right. And if you imagine, if you're a banker, that's the best system it is. Calling out some names now. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like the instance we were talking about was when, what was the name of the rapper again, you said? Boozy. Yeah. Boozy. So he was talking about Dwayne Wade's transgender son, mm. how they made him transition at a very young age. I'm talking what, like... What, Dwayne Wade, the basketball player? Yes. Okay, he's got transgender the son. The star shooting guard. He won championships with LeBron yeah. in Miami Heat. So this guy, he's got a son. Well, he was born a son. He identifies as whatever he wants Mm. now. Uh How old? old? So very young. I'm talking like before the age of 12. He was transitioned to become a female. Crazy, isn't it? And this rapper was talking about him being like, why are you doing that? He's literally too young to even think for himself. But when he said it, Mike Tyson's daughter, who you said... Transgender. Yeah. So she went up, flew over to Mike Tyson and didn't like what he said. So then the next time Mike Tyson and Boozy talk, he called him out. He's like, who are you to say that? So you'd think someone like Mike Tyson, mm. the baddest man on the planet, you'd think he could speak his mind. But even him, he has to confirm to whatever the values yeah, or whatever they're trying to push. Daughter, though. That's different. It's not, that's not to please society. That's to please his daughter. That's different. That's a, that's a dad and mom, uh, dad and daughter interaction. Mm. That's got nothing to do with society. And that, Mike Tyson is a completely different person now to what he was. What makes you say that? Mike Tyson is like a calm individual now. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson before was a monster. He wasn't. He didn't think like a normal human being. Mm-hmm. Like we all know that, and like yeah. the way he thought, he wanted to destroy people. Mm-hmm. Like he's completely, he's completely different mindset. But don't you think if you want to be a heavyweight boxer, you got to think like that? Yeah, but Mike Tyson was even even if you compare it to other like boxers, he was still extreme. Mm-hmm. The way he thought, because he was he, he was I mean already he was quite fucked up. The way he grew up and everything, and on top of that, like it was, um, he was hypnotized to think a certain way. Yes, in which he truly like that's what he believed, and that's how he acted, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, because you he... know from his life, like how he lived his life, even after he made all of that money, went to jail, everything. This, I mean, he's not the same person now. You can't do. You know I mean, it's not the you can't compare him. Yeah, when like you that. say he's not the same person, I just think that's the natural like progression from a 19 year old who was heavyweight champion of the world you gotta imagine that what that would feel like at 19 crazy and, and then i think that's just a natural progression he's now in his what 50s he likes his weed he likes mm. his dmt yeah. i think that's this mushrooms he does yeah. that to just control himself but when you say someone like him the way he thinks he thinks like a conqueror yeah, yeah. he had to think like that when you say hypnotism he was hypnotized by his coach um the Italian guy, uh, Customato. Customato yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, imagine him, someone like that, grew up in the sh- like Brownsville, Brooklyn, like that type of like doggy dog world that he lived in, and then he gets told from a young age, "You're beautiful. You are going to be the heavyweight champion of the world. You're going to destroy the biggest, baddest men on the planet. You're going to be greater than all of them. You're going to be the new Alexander the Great. Fucking all, all of these people. And then you got to imagine what type of ego that would create in yeah. him." So that's why I remember Joe Rogan was saying the first time he interviewed Mike Tyson, 
it was a calm interview mm-hmm. because this was when he said, I'm never going to start training yeah. again because that will instill that ego in me. Yeah. Where I, I just want to kill every, like he just That's how conqueror's mindset you have to have if you want to mm-hmm. make moves like that. 100%. And then he says the second time he interviewed him, that's the reason why he bought a bigger table. Yeah. Because you could just see the difference in him. You could just see that like he was just ready to go at any moment because yeah. that's when he was preparing to fight Roy George yeah. Jr. I mean, yeah, of course, it's, he's still that guy. Mm-hmm. He's just... But um, <laughs> if you ever listen to Mike Tyson, though, there was a... The way that he was propagated in the media was, like, as you said, that guy who was uncontrolled, that guy who was fucking doing mad shit with Rob Givens, his first wife, doing all these, like, um, he had loads of case rape cases on him. Mm-hmm. But then it was after the movie, The Hangover, when he, you know, he comes in and he just, like, knocks out that guy. Yeah, Everyone loves him now. Mike Tyson's the guy who everyone loves. Yeah, yeah. So it's so easy for even an individual like him. From what the media says, that's what your perception comes on him. So that's why when we said in that first instance where because he had to go against Boozy because he said that thing against the new thing, you know, transgender kids, kids can choose their sexuality in whatever age. They're trying to take away that. They're trying to take, they're trying to take away the difference from a child and an adult. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, children are easy. Like whatever the parent says, they're going to listen. Mm-hmm. Imagine you as a child. If your dad or someone who you looked up to told you to do something, you'd do it. You wouldn't question it yeah. too much. It's because at that age, your brain's like a sponge. Because you don't really know exactly what's right and wrong. You've got a conscious in you that tells you this is wrong, this is right. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to tell a child like that at a young age, no, you're a girl. Remember, we need to accept everything. That's what Boozy questioned Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong in that. Exactly. And when if your daughter can come up to you and be like, no, no, dad. Remember, this is Mike Bucket Tyson, okay? No, dad, you can't be saying that. You're going to accept yeah. everyone. For him to confirm, it's not just his yeah. child. It's not just a father and daughter relationship. There's more things playing. So that's why when you say who's the biggest pawns, like, don't get me wrong. I like listening to Mike Tyson's podcast. I think he's a great intellect and a historian yeah. in sports and Congress, everything. But even him to a level is controlled. That's why you should never take what these people say and just take Everything it as gospel that, truth. Yeah. Yeah. How old is his daughter? I think you she's know? like, right now, how old did you say? I, I think she's know. like 14, 15, something like oh, that. Oh, wait, the basketball players. No, no, no Mike, no, Tyson's Mike Tyson's daughter. Daughter. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Boozy had a point. Like, what the fuck? Why? How can the child decide shit like that? It's not even grown yet. You know, like, I had decisions but I made at 12, which I wouldn't make at 14. I did stuff when I was 14 that I wouldn't do at 16. I did stuff at 60 when I won't do 18. Mm-hmm. I, I did stuff last year I won't do this year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to give your child all this free, or oh, do whatever the fuck you want. That's so crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, that's a stupid mentality. It's, right? like, it's like thinking that they're never ever going to evolve. They're never ever going to think different. They're, they're going to think the way they did at 12 when they're 24. What? It's, I think it's really bad parenting, bro. How could you let your like, child do that? And how could you just be like so naive about it just because of feelings are involved? The fuck? Just because your kid likes cake, you're going to tell the kid, it's fine, keep eating cake. It's not going to kill you. Keep eating it. Mm-hmm. You've got to be like, no, you can't. You're going to die diabetes, bro. So when you think in that Dwayne Wade situation, there's a lot of these people like in all basketball players, let's say Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade. A lot of their children... They're fucked up. Homosexuals, transgenders... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why is that? Why is it such like a common occurrence with these high big celebrities? I just think there's a gen like way they're trying to program 
other parents to do the same thing. Uh, is it Michael Johnson? Is it Michael? What's he called? Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Yes, bro, this guy's like genetically superior. Like he's a fucking basketball player. Isn't he's it? about six nine, yeah, two seventy pounds. Animal. How how can his son the greatest be point guard ever? It's like mad to me, isn't it? That's just that's society, I think, isn't it? So it comes to a point where they try to say, "Oh, he was just born gay," which is up to people. Do you agree with that? Do you agree a child's just born gay? I don't think that. No. I think Society. it's a lifestyle yeah. that can be mm-hmm. that can people can be susceptible to. It's like, for example, a child you could have brought it up well, but if he's got bad influences, he could become a drunkard. Yeah, that's what happens to loads of kids. Yeah, they've got great potential, but they hang out with the wrong crowd, and now they're, sm- they're taking drugs, smoking weed, fucking drinking yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing I feel like with homosexuality, transgenderism. Yeah. If you take that child to pride rallies when the five which is what they did gabriel union and Dwayne wade what do you think he's gonna think is right yeah. he's a child he's just gonna confirm to what he mm. thinks is right mm. so i just think it's a lifestyle that's like yeah. pushed yeah fair enough there might be the odd occasion where someone's a bit more like his hormone tends to be more feminine yeah, yeah. there's more people that are more feminine which yes. is like natural that's just your hormones and whatnot but like saying your child is born gay. That's the. Uh, I don't believe that. Stop the cap. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the cap. It's it's just a lifestyle that can be, like if 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 my dad, let's say I was young and he always told me, "Oh, drinking's no problem. Drink all the time. Yeah. Do this." What do you think's gonna happen? I'm gonna start drinking and get mm. pissed all the time. It's the same thing with homosexual transgenderism. At the end of the day. If everyone became all sexual transgenders, this human race would finish. There's yeah, so yeah. many things that the most I'm trying to tell you, this is wrong. Why do you think the diseases rates of these guys is like through the roof? Mm. It's yeah. It's because it's promoted now. That's the problem. 100%. Just like um, overeating, obesity is promoted mm. because you what you're told is it's fine. Be the way you are. Look mm. the way you are. Doesn't it's all matter. about your feelings and yeah. your emotions. Yeah. Oh fucks. That's the problem now, isn't it? Like it's 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 actually promoted so people feel happy with doing that. Mm. People feel happy with overeating. Because they can just watch someone on YouTube who are praising it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. that's that's the uh, that's probably the most fucked up thing right now because everything that should never be promoted is promoted freely. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, especially someone like, 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 for example, like you, who always goes to the gym all the time. You always see on Instagram the prep meals. You know that that does have a positive impact yeah. on your life. You can talk probably how that's helped the way you do business. That's probably helped the way you do all aspects Everything, of your life. Yeah. But nowadays, kids are taught, even if you're fat, even if you're out of shape, even if you can't see a dick when you look down, okay? <laughs> Don't worry. As long as you feel happy. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. It's not, look at the long term, how you're actually like Killing so yourself. much more prone to diabetes, yeah. cancer, all these diseases. No, no, no. As long as you feel good and as long as, you know, when you go on Instagram, people tell you, don't worry, you look beautiful. <laughs> That's all that matters. We're just living in a clown world. Proper, bro. <laughs> no, but like someone like you, you must be able to see. Even let's say, let's say modeling competitions. I don't know if you've seen it, but in America, there's transgender women who's fat, out of shape, won the actual, like, competition. 
and there's all these like pretty girls. Well, they're competing against like normal pretty yeah, girls. Yeah, normal girls. Like I forgot her name, but it was some state in America, and she won against yeah. like girls who are pretty in good like actual physical condition, and she wins. I think it's all just to like naturally program people into just thinking, accepting everyone as yeah. they are. And people don't care about the actual ramifications of their actions. It's, it's crazy to think it's, it's, this is like not a joke. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's actually happening. Mm-hmm. I feel like here in the UK, it, it's not that bad yet. Mm-hmm. Because everything we see, it's in America, isn't it? Like all of this woke ideologies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mainly in America, I would yeah. say. But eventually, it will come here, and it has to, because ev- everyone follows America at the end of the day, and like, because American culture is very like, there's a lot of powerful energy in American culture. That's what people are susceptible to. Because if you look at the entertainment industry, where it's rap music, whether it's like Hollywood movies, that's the type of things that program yeah. people. Whether it's the shows that people like to watch, whether it's like, I know it's more common with girls like Vampire Diaries, Friends, whatever it is. It's all American TV yeah. shows. America does establish the culture of the world. Yeah. The Western culture. Yes. But then you see some countries that are just completely like, look, we don't want your culture in our, like, look at what Qatar did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, they, look. They're not going to stand for that shit. You step foot in our country, abide by our laws. Yeah. We don't want your culture. We've seen how, what your culture does, the amount of stabbings in your countries, women trying to be like men, men trying to be like women, all just competing against each other, divorce rates at like 66%, and that's even that's not even counting multiple offenders. They don't want that. They, they ha- they're happy with their culture, whatever. Uh, their, their, their way of life. Exactly. Yeah, of course, man. They, it was stupid how they went on about like all of the negative impacts of like or when they were building stadiums and the shady stuff that happens with everything right like with whatever at the end of the day fifa is still like a massive organization Mm -hmm. i swear there's the that new netflix i haven't seen actually it's about fifa and it exposes like a lot of the shit that they do but so whatever it is whatever organization there's going to be shady shit but like you can't blame a country for instilling their rules on you when you've decided to go there. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't expect to go to another country and then expect them to behave as you do. Mm-hmm. That's, that's ignorance. 100%. I agree with you. Because you've just got to be respectful of... when, Like when you step foot into something else which they own, it's their country. Mm-hmm. You've got to respect what their values are. It's like if you were to someone else's house... Okay, you might not agree with how they act in their house. It might be out of order. But you can't just go in and tell them you do this. Yeah, exactly. It's their house. Exactly. They'll do what they want. They've got their laws that they abide by. You've got to respect that if you're going to live in their house. It's the same thing with... I just think Islam is a religion. Like all the, like Christianity, because I, I was born Christian myself. I used to go to church all the time. I just think Islam's the only religion which actually sticks to its laws yeah. sticks to its like actual culture and values yeah whereas it hasn't the, changed over time yes whereas these like other religions christianity hinduism whatever they're judaism adapting. they're a lot wat- watered down yeah they want to confirm with 
everyone come together except as you as you are you even see the pope was saying he he accepts the fact that all these religions are going to mix together right but when you mix all these religions together what happens your message is going to be watered down yeah. <laughs> didn't like they accept like something to do with homosexuality as well so the pope That's... i think the pope said at one point pope francis he said homosexual marriage is acceptable right but the act is wrong the reason why he said the act right. is wrong is because right. in the bible in leviticus it says for a man to lie with another man it's an abomination and he should surely die right so if he goes that all oh, the act is right he's contradicting what it says in the bible right yeah because it's a sin in the bible isn't it but is that not just a sin it says it's an abomination <laughs> bro that means it's the most disgusting thing you can do it says he should surely die. That's what it says in the Bible. So if this guy goes and goes, oh, uh, the marriage is okay. What do you mean the marriage is okay? That's the Old Testament though, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. But what, is there any different in the New Testament? Unfortunately, Jesus doesn't go, it's all right, bro. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> no, I haven't read that. I don't know you, bro. I haven't read that. So like it's the same. No, the ruling yes. is still the same. Yes. Yes. Because I think there's a reason why they allow homosexual marriage because those type of marriages have the highest divorce rates. Homosexual? So you... Oh, really? Okay. Well, yes. I mean, you can look up the statistics, but yeah, homosexual marriages, divorce rates, like even just heterosexual marriages, divorce rates right now. Yeah, it's very high, of course. <laughs> 60, it was like 60 something percent and that's not even counting multiple people who get divorced multiple times right. and then homosexual marriage divorce rates even higher than that and what's who's that good for that's good for the judicial system because they're making money from mm, this every time divorce is a big money yeah even wedding ceremonies the big money because at the end of the day right now what what is a marriage if you look at what marriage is now all it is is a corporate unionship between two corporations you don't even have to be a man and woman anymore why is that it's to make as much money as possible So it depends what your definition of marriage is. Because if marriage is where a man and woman has a relationship from the start, like, and they complement each other, I would love that. But what it is now, it's more just like, I think the reason why girls love marriage, they love the wedding, they love the ceremony, they love the occasion. They love the ring. Yes. <laughs> but what guys look at is, I'm I'm united with you, with the government, with the judicial system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if anything happens... I'm fucked. Yes. So a man looks at marriage and he's like, what's actually the pros for me? But a girl can convince a guy to get married. Mm. It's easy. Mm. You, like if you keep nagging him every day, you know, when we're going to get married, we're going to have this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Imagine your parents are going to love it. A man's eventually going to say yes. Yeah. But I think men look at marriage nowadays and think like, okay, what do I actually, what can I gain from this? That's when you need a prenup, isn't it? What's that? I think prenups when you like, if anything happens, you're protected. Mm. In terms of uh, wealth, transfer. wealth transfer. I don't think in the UK it's, it's that bad though. I don't think in the UK the laws are the same. I don't think like the women just get 50%. It's not like in America here. Yeah. I think in the UK the laws are a lot fairer. Plus, I think it depends what girl you get. Obviously, you get a fucked up girl, then yeah. 
be smart with your decisions, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. You but marry yeah. like a fucking weird ass girl, then yeah, you're probably gonna three years later you're gonna have to deal with all the problems, isn't it? But then mm-hmm. even then, you, you never know. Yeah, you can never tell though, innit? Like people can change. Mm, true. So, but you're right about the marriage system. It's very against men and the benefits we get, um, and the money we waste on it. The, the thing is, I don't want to look at a marriage like, what can I give? I want to go like if I want to marry someone, it's because I want to spend a future with that with the woman, yeah. and I feel like. If I had kids, should she would raise it in the way that I wanted to be mm-hmm. raised and yeah. establish like strong values. Yeah, yeah. Not just like, but Does what 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 happens now is it's not about that. It's just purely just a corporate unionship. Yeah, that's what the definition of marriage is now. So I feel like if you are gonna do one, as you said. You need to. She needs to be vetted. She needs. To, you, know, like you need to know. By vetted, by vetted, what I mean is, you've been through hard times yeah, with her. Yeah, yeah. You've. I'd, I'd say you need to at least live with a woman for a year, yeah, two yeah. year. Like you need to know that if hard times come, she'll still be there. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times now, girls can just move on to the next guy now. Mm. It's not like it used to be. Mm. Like. The amount of attention like people get now, they can just go and like, what's that Beyonce song? It's like, I'll find a new, I'll find another you in a minute. Matter of fact, you'll be there mm. in a minute. Like these are the type of things that get it programmed with. I, but I don't listen to Beyonce, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening to songs I hear all the time, bro. It's not on my playlist. <laughs> nah, but I think you're definitely right, bro. But I do like the concept when you look at like those grandparents that be with the uh, wife. Or, like I love that. I, I probably like that. Look at our Indian culture, bro. Yeah, even our, our culture is really. Why amazing. do you think the marriages last for so, lifetimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what it is like with your parents. Women don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. It's compromise, isn't it? They just have it's, to it's a it. compliment, bro. Yeah. No, but like, look, I don't know about your parents, but like, my parents, the second they hear a divorce with anyone they know, like, what? A divorce? Mm. They're like, yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas nowadays you see in the country, oh, I just had a divorce. This is my second one. Let's have a party about it. It's <laughs> disgusting, man. So I think the culture that we have, yeah. like I know people like to demonize arranged marriages because a lot of these English people think, oh, you just beat the girl of the day. Mm. It's not like that. Yeah. If you look, the the parents all meet each other. They make sure the families are compatible. Use meet each yeah, other. The parents are vetting out. Exactly. Doing the, yeah, they're doing that. Process. Like, for example, your fathers meet each other, make sure their business are c- compatible. Like, yeah, you agree yeah, with yeah. them. The mothers look at each other. The mothers obviously know the families inside out. Yeah. Yous get to meet each other, and then it's like you know it's going to last because it's not just you or it's just not just a feeling. Oh, I fell in love with her. It's not mm. just that. It's like you actually see the long term play. Organized well. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to just feelings and stuff. Because when that happens, that's when you get divorced. Or like, there's that one divorce where you can divorce people on irreconcilable differences. All that means is I don't feel like being with you anymore, right. so I don't want to be with you. Makes it's sense. just like everything now, as as you said before, it's all just about do what thy wilt. Mm. There's nothing like what's the actual culture, what's the actual laws you all stick by. Yeah. That's what I like the Indian tradition. Yeah. Me too. There's too much choice now. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's got way too much choice. People just don't too compromise. Much they can't compromise. They give up too easy. They have one argument. They're like, oh, the same for me. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? You're meant to argue. This is normal shit, man. You got to get through it. 
people don't have the discipline to be like be patient enough to wait it out you know like i see my mom and dad go through some shit but it's like that's that's normal isn't it like mm-hmm. you don't just stop and give up oh fuck this you know what i'm saying try to find someone new you know i think our generation gives up too easy you know you know meet someone um you have an argument and then you're just like oh nah fuck this but then bro the next girl you meet you're gonna have the same fucking <laughs> argument exactly and then you realize like it's about compromising like, you know what i'm saying but the two parties what happens is right now men and women they're trying to compete with each other yeah rather than accepting right men have this role mm. which men are naturally better at mm-hmm. women have this role mm. which women yeah. are naturally better at so let's yeah. say what's men's role leadership things like actual protecting providing which women look for that's mm. why women look for guys who are taller than them stronger than them because at the end of the day a woman doesn't want to walk around with a guy and feel like oh shit if something happens i'll have to protect him yeah, she doesn't yeah, want yeah. that and what women women are much better at nurturing caring mm. all these elements that they're so much better at yeah if the two complement each other they'll work like a key in a lock exactly trust me but if both parties want to try and compete with each other and try and act like the other person what do you think's going to happen you're going to fight yeah. and the second a fight happens what do you think's going to happen you're going to leave each other yeah and then then there comes to the like you can't even blame women for this though because when they grow up what do they watch they watch the princess disney movies they watch oh everything's going to be perfect so as you said when they do get an uh, altercation or any sort of like an uh, disagreement what do they think i'll leave i'll find the next prince charming yeah and they get That's like 40 years old and they're still single <laughs> Still, uh, what's the guy called who just died? The the black guy who calls out old woman. Oh, old Kevin Samuels. Yeah, man. Oh. Big up, R.I.P. Kevin <laughs> Samuels. And they call him. They're like, I'm 45 years old <laughs> and I'm single. But if you look <laughs> at Kevin Samuels, who was his biggest audience? It was women. Right. But why do you think that is? It's because they saw what Kevin Samuels was saying, and they saw how like unabashed and truthfully was on how women are like destroying their relationships mm. but he said it in such like a like he wasn't trying to hide anything in the yeah. way he talks but kevin samuels you can tell he's got a gift of gab as well yeah. like that man can talk he can articulate his views and most of the time when he was actually in his like shows it was all just women trying to understand why am i 45 and single yeah. they know intrinsically they had the guy who had everything but they blew it yeah and he just reinforces it and he actually like explains it in a, <laughs> in a charismatic articulate way yeah and the way also he t- he actually like if you look at Kevin Samuels the harshest demographic he was on was men mm. he was telling men level up if you're broke as fuck and you're fat and out of shape and you don't dress well what are you what are you expecting a girl for he says if you're broke you should be work you shouldn't be even thinking about working 6 you should be looking at 60 to 80 hours a week of work mm. You should have been thinking about a girl. True. You should be getting a year of that yeah, yeah. and then getting yourself into a clarity of like mind mm. where now you know a bit about yourself. You know yeah. that you can like um handle adverse situations. So people like Kevin Samuels like people like to demonize him with little clips here and there. But I think he had a positive influence. It was all about self-improvement. And bro, some of the videos he has with those 45 Bro, yeah, exactly. And, and he died What, a heart attack when he was sleeping mm. bro shady as fuck in it mm. come on he just woke up when he was dead proper shady in it yeah i've heard speaking too much truth you know what i mean you never know what <laughs> i've heard he was trying to like hit one of his sightings yeah and then 
because they knew he was going to be a, a same like a certain location at a certain time. They got him then. Yeah. Like even I remember Andre Tate was saying he was like, if they want to get you, they'll send some hot girls. The easiest way is that through girls. Because imagine someone like Kevin Samuel Andre Tate level, they can get girls whenever they want. Yeah, yeah. So if people know he's going to be at this location, because at the end of the day, he needs to get all his energy somehow <laughs> okay so they know he's gonna be where, where's he gonna be at 2 a.m. on a Saturday night yeah and if they, that's why he always said like even when he's with a girl he doesn't want no Instagram story out at a certain time yeah. that's the type of level they're at yeah it's crazy and it's a similar thing with Kevin Samuels and Tate. it's like why do you think they were demonized because mm. they had influence over young men and that's the demographic of people that have that ability to resist change yeah, can't have that. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing, I don't know what you think about this. I'd like to hear your perspective on this. But depression, what do mm. you think? Yeah. Feeling I think it's a, well, I don't think it's bullshit, but I think um, you can get out and be depressed. Uh-huh. 100%. I think people use that as an excuse to not do stuff. Like, I can't go to the gym because I'm depressed. Like, what the fuck? Or I can't, like, get this job because I'm depressed. I can't start that because I'm depressed. Like, I, I can't think stop it's, eating because I'm depressed. It's an easy <laughs> way out. It's an easy way to be, like, make yourself feel even better. Mm. You know, and uh, think about, like, the soldiers in World War Two. If they said, like, oh, I'm depressed, I can't go to a fight. What? You had to fight. You didn't mm. have a choice in it. You have to get this shit done. You have to get through this so the people back home are safe. You know what I'm saying? And as a man, I feel like you have to get through whatever you're going through. Yes. Because it's not just about you. You have to provide for your family. Mm-hmm. You've got to make sure you're good so you can get money in, feed them, p- bring food on the table. If you're just thinking about feelings, you're only caring about yourself, innit? Yes. Like, I like what you said there. If That's a soldier's so only true. thinking about himself, you know what I'm saying? He's just going to not even fight in the first place. Yes. Because that's the whole reason why they try and push and propagate this value of, oh, if you're depressed, it's all right. We, we understand. Mm. Okay, you said, I can't eat because I'm depressed. Even something similar like that, they, they accept you for that. Yeah. Because... As you said, when you're depressed, the only person you care about is yourself. Yeah. So then you're so susceptible. So let's say they say, oh, you have to stay at home. You have to do whatever. You're susceptible to it because mm. you're the only person you care about. You don't care about your family. You don't care about your and um, people, your loved ones. So you don't actually care about making an impact or actually like you don't have anything that you stand for. Yeah. Because everything about you is just feelings mm. and emotions. Yeah. And when you say, oh, I'm depressed because I can't go, uh, so I can't go to the gym. Maybe if you went to the gym, your depression would go. Maybe the depression's there because you have a lack of discipline or lack or of goals. Or just a fat cunt. If you're mm. occupied every day, mm-hmm. how the fuck do you have even time to even feel depressed? Hundred percent. Like imagine. Okay, I'll just say if I was a fat cunt and I couldn't be bothered to get out of my bed and all I did was order takeaways, <laughs> I'd be depressed. Yeah. Of course, it's like okay. Makes sense, <laughs> Imagine being that guy and trying to figure out, okay, why am I depressed? <laughs> and then not coming into the fucking like same conclusion as yeah. it's because maybe it's because I'm fat. Maybe yeah, yeah. it's because I'm lazy. Yeah. Maybe it's because I've got no discipline. Uh-huh. Maybe because the last time I saw my dick was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? it's, it's just like mad. I don't know how you could eat. I don't know how you could get because to that what stage. they do is they make depression sound like it's some like a cold that you just catch out of nowhere. Yeah, there's a reason yeah, why you are yeah. depressed. It's because of this the the way you've handled situations that happen in life. The, what they don't want people to do is accept accountability for their actions. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. the second you 
say that, okay, I had responsibility for my actions. You're actually giving yourself power. Yes. Because, okay, I could have changed it. Mm. The second you say, oh, it was all this person did this to me. This way society did this to me. You're actually removing every power you have in a situation so you feel helpless. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And why do you think they want to put young men in that situation? Because when young men in that situation, we're so susceptible to any other change that can come at us. So if you tell that man, okay, be locked inside of your house for six months straight, you can go out, but you can go out for a jog, okay? You can't see even your loved ones if they live in a different family. And even when you go out, make sure when you see someone, you're two meters away. He'll do it. Oh, funny times, eh? Funny times. It's, I saw a, a funny clip of this uh, this woman in uh, America. She was in a, uh, a courtroom. And they were talking about the cat. Mm-hmm. And how the cat doesn't want to do anything. Okay. And she, with a serious face, said, my cat's depressed. <laughs> like, imagine if, like, a lion is depressed. You know what I'm saying? But the lion still needs to haunt and stuff, innit? Like, what the fuck? Imagine a lion was like... Oh, Today, I'm not feeling it. Like, fuck my kids. <laughs> I ain't to bring no meat back. I'm depressed. Like, you, you know Bro, what I'm his like, prize not gonna give a shit. No, his exactly. cubs are gonna get destroyed. Exactly. That's what happens in, like, when men talk, act like that, you don't understand. People will look at you. Even girls girl might say, oh, I like it when you show me that you have got weakness and mm. depression. Also, bro. They don't respect you. Like if, like I said, if a lion did that, do you think its pride is gonna actually be around him anymore? Exactly. No. I think it's best if men keep emotions to themselves. I know they say obviously you got to speak your emotions, mm-hmm. but I think it's best to keep it in and find a solution within yourself I and get it, out of it. I think if you've got like fellow brothers or people who you can trust, yeah, yeah, I think that's good. But to like tell it's, tell it's, your girl and that, I don't know. Nah, no, I don't nah, agree nah, with nah, telling nah, your girl nah, it. Yeah. If okay. So if if you're with the woman you supposedly love mm-hmm. and plan on living with for the rest of your life, yep. shouldn't there be a level of confidence that you have in order to open up to her? Like transparency. If you, yeah. If, mm-hmm. So if, if you can't open up to that woman, then is she the woman you should be with? But why do you need to open it up? You can just do it yourself and get through it. Like You can just get on with whatever's dealing every, with Everyone you. needs advice. Yeah, everyone needs... Like, no matter who you are, you still need advice yeah. from someone else. You need another person's perspective. I guess, but I would go to your boys or something, innit? I think coming to... If you look weak in front of someone that's meant... You're meant to be the protector, innit? Mm-hmm. That's putting you in a bad position. Because let's say if you're a boss of a company, you can't go to your employees and go... Yeah, but that, this... Oh, and feel like working to, be, yeah, 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 like... Oh, that's this, not the relationship is, you have with your wife, though. I know, I understand, but the your wife is kind of, like, relying on you, innit? To be, like... The provider. So when he says protect and provider. Pro- yeah, protect and provider. If an instance happened, let's say you're walking down and someone attacks your wife, like let's mm-hmm. say wife-to-be, it's your job to protect her and mm-hmm. in instance, give up your life to protect your girl. Mm-hmm. So right. what Nicholas trying to say from what I've took on is you shouldn't show weakness. a level of weakness to the girl because when you do it, at the moment she'll say, okay, I understand, I'm happy you did this. But intrinsically, she now understands your weakness. Now, I can't trust you as much. I don't think all women think like that. No, no, I'm not saying all women think like <laughs> I that. Think, I, think sa- with, I think if you're with a woman, with someone, 
and you feel as though you can't do that, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be with that person. No, no, okay. You got to be who you are. You can't try and put a fake toughness or like that around you. But what I mean, you is- can still be a tough person. Mm-hmm. You can still be a man and still open up. No, no, I, I agree with have- that. But there's levels of opening up. Mm-hmm. I think in front of a woman or let's say your girl or your wife to be or your, your children sh- yes or you can't children. be fucking like weak father no? to your kids okay, and no, that's different you yeah, have yeah, to be that's like that's different because um, a child is a child at the end of the day yeah, like you, you can't to, show certain things in front of a child yeah, you that's, always have that's to that's normal that's understandable even even if you're feeling that pretend to be good mm-hmm. for them Yes. And you have to find a solution for yourself to be like, I can't, I've got to do something about this. I've got to get moving. Because they have to look up to you as a dad and think, I want to be like, like yeah, he's yeah, got to yeah. be the role model. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I think two respectful like role models who are like healthy to be role models, your dad, your mother, and then the most high in my belief. Yeah. So if you're, if you've got children, you can't be showing them a moment of like weakness where you're just crying down, huddling yeah. over. Yeah. No, you've got I, to I make sure that. Yeah. You, you show them that superhero Yes. that's what they look at you yeah, as. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like imagine when you were when you're a child, you look at your dad. He's a he's a superhero to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't do shit to him. That's why you go, my dad can beat your dad up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why guys say that. Yeah. So I know to a woman, it, to your wife, it's a different level because obviously women's above children. But it's also you've got to show that you are the protective provider. Like there has to be mm. that sort of leadership role. So if you're going to just show full weakness to someone who you should lead. Yeah. But you're not going to show full weakness anyway. No, no, guys, no, I don't guys don't weakness. open up anyway. To to begin with, guys don't open up. Like that's full stop, right? So even if you are opening up, you're not just opening up yeah, about yeah. everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you're opening up, you might say one little thing, mm-hmm. and then you do. Do you know what I mean? Like it's never you don't get to a point where you're just literally blabbing on about all of your no, fucking weaknesses. What me in English I say is, there's a level you can open up to your boys, mm-hmm. but you can't do that to your girl. Yeah, it's different, but the older you get, I don't feel like you just open up to your boys anyway, because the only person you're living with is your wife. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know what I mean? It's, you're not, you don't have the same interaction as you did when you were younger. Mm-hmm. When you were younger, you were always with your boys. Mm-hmm. You had that life. Mm-hmm. The older you get, the time you spend with your boys reduce. But I think it's always good. Like, you always have a user, user lucky, user got brothers. Yeah, it's yeah. always good, even if you've got a wife, to always stay close to a brother, or it might not even be a biological brother, someone who like around your age around your like yeah, yeah. interests mm-hmm. because what that does it keeps that competitive like hunger and you going yes yeah. 100% because and as go I, then we have a group chat together and, and we say things we like we make sure we still kind of like what is it um just on it on it competitiveness because sometimes bro if you're always chilling time with a girl bro you, it can soften you up in it you cannot give a fuck about doing doing anything or yes. doing that because you can be like oh i'm content as fuck but you have to keep being hungry and, you know, you have to have your boys. You've got to have your brothers to be there, to be like, check you in it, bro. Like, we need to like do this and do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think you're right. It's because as Nick was saying before, he has, like, you sometimes ask mates, oh, let's go out. Let's like, let's actually like go somewhere. And I go, no, I'm chilling with my wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, in those situations, as Nick said, if you like, it's easy to feel content when you're with a mm-hmm. when you're with a wife or with a woman or yeah. whoever's what it be, because they'll make you feel happy to a level where your boy can't. Hundred percent. But if you've got someone who's always like, but what? Why I say you shouldn't open up to that level, and like why you should always have like someone like a, like one of your brothers or one of your mates who can always test you and can always call you out because what mm-hmm. that does, it keeps you moving, keeps mm-hmm. you moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because it's so easy to like even as you said before if you've got a million pounds to just think oh i'll just like chill now i'll just stay with my wife because what that does if you stay stagnant stay same time moves forward what's happened you're moving back now yeah so i think it's always good to have if you are opening up or if you are going to like um do someone with like spend time with someone a lot of the time you should do it with like someone who's like minded so a brother yeah. or a or a good mate you don't have to have like massive crew of yours even yeah, if it's just yeah. one person yeah i think though like um i'm probably brainwashed to think like this cuz i watch movies at like the godfather and stuff and in that in movies like that it shows you what you know it requires of a man and that movie yeah, came yeah. out in 1972 yeah, yeah. or if you go speak to like granddad who's like 8 years old mm-hmm. you know the way he talks the way he talks about his you know he, the way he resonates stuff it's like that's exactly why i think the way i kind of think sometimes in it because it's everything- new it's recently that it's been like how you know you know equal would do everything the same and all this bullshit and that was never the case ever it's in new history thing. time yeah, it's new very thing. New, you know what i'm saying like as you said your granddad all these people this type of like the way you thought lasted for like centuries mm. for whole like civilizations built on this men do this like men lead men do men establish society build society yeah. the women complement the man there's so many things that women do that men can't do but what happens right now is it's the confusion of them trying to compete against them. when you tell the lock you're the key and the key you're the lock it's not going to work Exactly. Like I'm always going to drive. Like I'm <laughs> going to try my best yes. to always drive. You just hold the maps and show me which way. But I'm a drive in it. Like I'm going to make sure that I drive and I'll like I'll always push for that as well. Like uh, certain things like yes. that you want to be the one doing the thing kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Because that type of thinking has worked. We can look back in any history of civilization. It's actually worked. Yeah. Because this new thing we don't know where the fuck this is going. Long term we don't know what the implications are. Exactly. Yeah. There's no like actual like proven or oh, okay this actually works if if men just completely are equal to women and women are completely equal to men because I'm not saying that like like I'm not saying that men are completely but what I'm saying is we're not equal there's things that women are much mm. better than men at but there's things men are much better than women at yeah. men are naturally the builders of society and civilization yeah. look at any civilization who created languages who yeah, built yeah. these buildings it's all men exactly Which civilization yeah. men whereas women yeah, made? Yeah. I can't name one. Bro, but if I go hospital and there's a female nurse, bro, they're so nice and they're so caring. But bro, if, if there was a guy yeah. who was a nurse, he wouldn't give a fuck about me, bro. He if, wouldn't say, "Oh, how are you doing?" Mm-hmm. You know, but a female, when a female says it like that, you're like you're proper like yes. calm and down in it. You could be going through something crazy in the hospital. Yes. But when you see that get that good nurse and she's yes. like telling you it's going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? It's different in terms of roles. Mm-hmm. This women are better than men at some things. I think females are better at making coffees when you go to cafe like i don't know for some reason i always feel like girls are better <laughs> when a guy's making a coffee in a cafe yeah first of all why is a guy doing what's what's, what's he doing in the <laughs> so he's gonna make a coffee like oh fuck this man and he's just fucking throw it to you in it when a female's doing it i feel like it's always much better there's a lot more care they have there's a, a lot, lot more, more care yeah nurture they're careful with it they're like they want to make it good like women are much better than men at presenting themselves i'll tell you that now yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah like if it was just up to us we'd just be wearing t-shirts and shorts <laughs> yeah, everywhere yeah, we go yeah. <laughs> we don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah man <laughs> you know what i mean but like as you said like if i had a child if i had a child and i had let uh, like a child mind i'd take him i'd feel much better if it was all girls child minders if it was all oh, yeah. men child mind yeah. i'd be like 
so i just think as long as the two complement each other mm-hmm. that's when you have an indestructible family and no matter what happens you're like ride and die till the end yeah. whereas what's happening now is it's just you teach one to compete against the other one and you teach the other one to just yeah. accept everything it just causes confusion what where did you get these ideologies from because you're very young like you're meant to be taught even worse than how we were talking kind of thing too so what i'd say it is it's mainly just do you think it's from your father or something did your father tell you anything i'd say it's just observing because in in my household it's a lot like the father does the father's role mother does the mother's role but i think what happened is i see i saw how the new like thing that's happening now western society i see what the actual results are from just seeing experiences because i love to just listen to it when I was young, I just loved to listen to what people's life experiences were. Like, I used to love listening to podcasts. I used to love, like, talking to older people in my family. And you just see how, you'd see what worked. Mm. What always worked was the original. Okay, the man goes out, does the work, comes back, doesn't even spend too long in the house. Mm. But when he's there, it's brilliant. Yeah. Like, if you get, like, so like sometimes they'd go out to, like, you know, how Indians go to Kuwait, go to the Gulf, come back two, three months later, and the, and the mother would be keeping the family in check. The children would be loving it, waiting for, it's like a superhero coming back home. Yeah, yeah. I saw how that worked, 60-year, 70-year relationships. And then you see here what happens, or they, they get taught the exact opposite, and you see what the divorce rates are like. yeah. So I just think it wasn't just one person telling me this. It was just more of I saw, uh, like from my observance, it's just what I saw worked. I feel like nowadays, yeah, you get married to someone and you say you get a job in Kuwait or something. Three months you've got to go. Mm. I feel like your wife's going to be like, don't go. Mm. Stay with the kids. Mm. You know what you'll do? You'll do that. But back then, yeah, if you get a job in Kuwait, I feel like it was like, i, I got to go. Mm-hmm. There's no choice. Who's going to bring in the money in it? Whereas nowadays we're like, oh, it's fine. You, if you get a job here, you get paid. I'm getting money. You don't need to go anywhere. And you got to be bold enough to be like, nah, I got to get the fuck. I, you know, I got to do what I need to do. I'm not going to. If if that job in Kuwait is what you would love to do, you need to do that, man. You want to get this opportunity again. Mm-hmm. You got to go for it. But I feel like nowadays it's going to be like, oh, I don't think you should go. Just stay here. Yes. Let's get a local job. Let's keep, Let's be comfortable and content. So if you see in those two instances you've just pointed out there, the men are still thinking the same thing. Mm. They want to go out, make a business and venture. Yeah. But it's the woman that's changed in that time. Mm. And why is woman changed? It's because men tolerate it. Yeah. At the end of the day, in a relationship, I think if you've got certain values that you stick, you've got to establish those boundaries in that relationship. 100%. Because what boundaries do it, it keeps you yourself. Yeah. Because if... If you're in a relationship and you just completely tolerate everything, that's when you'll just get trolled. Mm, no discipline. Yes. So in That's when you get to the point where you don't go out and meet your friends. Yeah, you, you need boundaries. Them. That's when you're not being yourself anymore. You're just completely just getting everything dictated to. But You've you could been s- changed by her yeah. in mm. order to fit her needs. But I think naturally women prefer... Like, the reason why those relationships back then happened when the guy would go, right, I'm going to Kuwait for three months. And they go, okay, and now uh, make sure you're doing good. I'll look after the kids. I'll make sure everything's mm-hmm. sorted in the house. The reason why the relationships work for those long is because women like that. Mm. 
but they would accept it even now the women liked it it's because it wasn't a choice you had to do that for work mm-hmm. the guy had to go that's true as well for work yeah it's not like i could just find a job here obviously the woman wouldn't prefer the husband going out tell me they would prefer the husband being here and having yeah, a job yeah here. yeah yeah the, the the choice But I, you know what i think even if that guy found an easier job local i guarantee he would be happier being in kuwait like that separation in it i think sometimes it's good for a man in it to get out of his family and be in his own work and then come back both parties are missing each other so mm-hmm. when they come back the reunion is going to be amazing and the yes. kids miss the father the wife's missed for three months it's like i don't know i think that shit like that makes it more uh what's the word it establishes like that relationship stronger yeah stronger it makes yeah, it stronger yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when you said that about the how the separations apart look what happened in lockdown to a lot of relationships domestic violence and all this that's, shit like you know you know why you know why that's gone cuz most people don't experience living with their partner mm-hmm. yeah. cuz that's completely new mm. once you live with someone that's when you find all of their faults yes mm. every single fault it is is exposed cuz like it's it's literally out there every day you're waking up with the same person people can only act to a certain extent yeah. if you when live with them when you're a boyfriend you're yeah, meeting yeah. up every now and then and it's only the good bits that you see because mm. you're only meeting up every yeah. now and then mm. when you're living with that person it's not it's not just yeah. good bits that's true because the good bits are, that's the norm you've mm. experienced that but what if you can make that reality like going Kuwait for like you know I'm saying 3 months come back see them for a week go back again then it's typically is basically like boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing in it but at the same time the relationship is still strong you're uh, still raising yeah. your kids mm-hmm. everything's going well the only mm. thing is you mi- your wife will miss you you might miss them yes. i wouldn't want to do that if, when i have kids though when i have kids i want to be with my kids but mm-hmm. you don't have to all be with them all the time the winner yeah not all the time but like i you don't know you just have to be it's impactful just... like if you do see them one day you spend but that one day it's like the information that you pass to them is like so fucking crazy. Yeah. And that I, if you go away for another month, the kids missing you and the kids like, "Where's dad? I miss him. I'm missing so much." Like, but if the kid sees you every day, the kid's going to resent you, man. I'm like, "What?" Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Like, if the kid's not going to resent you. Not man. resent you, but he's going to be <laughs> if you keep telling your kid to do this and do that every day. He's not going to like you. He's going to be like, "Bro, you know what I'm saying? Let me do me, you know." Mm-hmm. Even if he's young, he's going to be like he wants his own freedom. But I feel like if you're away from your kid for a while, the kids going to be like ah oh, you know what like i miss mm. him so when you come the times more powerful times more powerful isn't it yeah but i think intrinsically both those relationships would work mm-hmm. but as you said the ch- difference is now is that women have a lot more options than they did let's say 30 40 years ago yeah but you look at why did they have to do that like i think naturally like both relationships are the happiest when as you said the man does the work and the woman's at home but the reason why it's not like that now is because through inflation both parties have to work now so now you've got to move different if you want to do a relationship like that where you're going out to kuwait or you're going to different countries you have to be that level earning a dog. lot yes. more money than ever before that's the only way they'll yeah, accept yeah, yeah, it yeah. if you're making even 60 80 grand a year they're not going to accept it you you've got to be six figures yeah, yeah 100% that's the only way that they would accept something like okay he's away for three months and they'll keep the house in lock yeah If you're earning 30, 40,000 pound bound and you try and that's do that now. Yeah. yeah, that's not enough. It's not going to work. It's just different levels now. Yeah. But why is it a different level? It's because of the way the bankers who actually sanction money have caused inflation. Before, a man could make like let's say 20, 30 grand a year working let's say as a carpenter and the woman could keep the house in lock, 
and the relationship will work because he could provide enough for that whole family. Thirty like k was enough for both parties and the kid. But the why, house was like twenty k and stuff. Yes, it? but why is that not the case now? It's because the money that you actually have isn't backed by anything. Yeah. And the bankers control the inflation. So they control inflation. They control how much money's worth. Mm. Then they can control the demographic of a relationship now. Because yeah. they can see, tell you on the TV, on movies, which is, it's called programs for a reason. They program yeah, yeah. you. They program everyone as, the, as when you're young. So then they just have complete control of relationships, of, of the way how you make money. The, like that, What that does, it just gives them ultimate control on what you do. So when they establish, let's say, a lockdown, which if you look back on it now, sounds so mad that we were in literal like Dark Knight Rises, martial law level, like bro, when fucking Bane was in level. I we, we, about that, yeah. But we accepted that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so get not, this lazy talk podcast <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, not everyone accepted it. <laughs> 100%. I think I was meeting up with my friends more during that period than I was before. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember when the police came, remember, and told us to go home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's the way even the police enforce the laws. Like I mean, you... they, don't, they don't have a choice. They get told what to do. Yeah. But like, they, I remember, you know, Heaton Park in Newcastle, mm-hmm. there was 150 university students in Heaton Park during lockdown. Police never did shit. Why? Because there was just that many people against like what they believed. Yeah. If there was a four of years and when and they come over and be like, "Why are you out there without a mask? Why are you? Uh, is this your second jog? Is this your third jog of the day?" And you go, "Oh, sorry," and you confirm to it, you're just letting yourself be like susceptible mm-hmm. to these changes. And the but if there's yeah. but if there's 150 university kids in a park, what are you gonna do? Yeah, bro. Are you gonna bring out hoses and just yeah. fucking hose everyone down? <laughs> Can't do that. You got phones. You'll video it. Even in Dark Knight it shows you had to then fight, get out the house and fight in it. The commissioner was scared to even fight. Have you seen Dark Knight Rises? Yes, of course. That's why you I have seen the commissioner that goes in, he's like scared to get out. Yes. And he knocks on the door and says, why are you not fighting? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he's scared. Bro, <laughs> if history taught us from fucking movies, you don't do them things, in it. <laughs> so if you go a pandemic, it's like, it's kind of, there's a reason behind it. At the, at the end of the day, every principle or value you believe in, you have to be able to have some sort of a physical, like, you have to enforce it. Yeah. That's why, like, for example, let's say, like, anything you believe in, there had to be some sort of, like, let's say you believe in one thing, I believe in something else. At the end of the day, there's going to be some sort of violence if we don't agree. That's mm. how wars are made. Yeah. That's how wars, were, like, started. True. I wanted your natural resources. You didn't want it. You didn't, let's say I wanted 80% of the benefit. No, that's not how it works. We'll go to war. So when you have ideologies, like, let's say, um, like full-on globalism, feminism, whatever it is, who's actually enforcing those roles? It's men. Men are enforcing it. Like in Iran, they have, um, you know how there's like this massive like um, protest going out in Iran for women's rights and everything. Mm-hmm. So there was like fee- like women's schools and there was men protecting those schools. And when the Taliban came in, those men were just thinking to themselves like, why am I actually protecting the school? Like, I'm about to, like, give my life for this value that I believe in. Because at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going against the Taliban. It was like, fuck it, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it, fuck it. And then it just left. Because at the end of the day, if you believe in something, you have to make sure that it's strong and you, like, ins and outs of it, you yeah. agree. And at the end of the day, when it comes to things like lockdowns, martial law, 
you will have to at one point you'll have to be willing to physically protect it because mm-hmm. that's how every war in history has been fought over and then the hip, hypo- uh, hypocrisy of fucking what's it called the guy uh, who got caught with a girl um, well the part the Boris Johnson's guy isn't it? Yeah, yeah top G Oh, the health secretary, yeah, yeah, Matthew yeah. Hancock. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. When you see shit like that, these are meant to be the leaders. These mm. are meant to be the ones enforcing the law. And look what they're doing. And you want to trust them. And so fast forward two years, let's say another so- something happens next year. The clean air zone. That's they. They're the ones that fucking put it in it. How the fuck can you trust them in it? Like Boris Johnson had those parties, Christmas parties, isn't it? And he got caught for it. Mm. How do you trust these motherfuckers to run a country, bro? How That's can you trust what they do and and know for a fine fuck they don't even obey it. They don't even give a fuck about it. They just want you to give a fuck about it. That's where, as I said, it comes to people, the one people accept that communist society where you accept whatever is dished out to you. Yeah. So it starts off with your money, then it comes into actual, like, what you believe in. But this has been a slow programming that's happened. Like, even if you said the word socialism or communism in the 1960s, or like, are you fucking retarded? It doesn't work. But now, it's been slowly programmed to people thinking that's the way it should be. Because mm-hmm. yeah. as I said, it starts with your money. Whatever you hard-earned cash, yeah. you trust the powers that be to divvy it out to everyone on an equal level so everyone's, yeah. no one's above anyone. It, it's, it starts with the billionaires shouldn't be billionaires and all this and how well, everybody it's should like, be shared. So I remember someone said, the greatest thing that rich people said was, being rich doesn't make you happy. Oh, it's always a poor person that says that, isn't it? <laughs> no, at the end of the day, it says it tells you in the Bible the love of money is the root of all evil. You shouldn't just be willing to yeah, do yeah. anything true for that, money because then you have no values. Mm-hmm. True that. But you need, like, if let's say there was someone poor who couldn't feed his kids, if you gave that guy a million pounds right now, mm-hmm. you don't think you'd feel a bit happy. Exactly. So when you tell people, or oh, Money doesn't bring you happiness. All you're trying to program that person to think is just be you a don't loser. Don't yeah. don't be yeah. yeah, don't don't think too big. Don't yes. have too many big dreams. Yes. Just you know what I mean? Be happy with what you got. Yes. It's to fucking dumb you down and, and calm you down kind of thing, isn't it? In my opinion, in my just from my perspective, that's what's happening to men right now. We're getting dumbed down to just accept everything. Yeah. True that. I believe that. Imagine if Mike Tyson custom out told Mike Tyson. Um um Getting the number one belt isn't going to bring you happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Let's just be content. But fuck that. You got to be like, you, this is everything. This is everything. That's what you got to think. You got to be like, it's either do or die. This is everything kind of thing. Otherwise, you're not going to achieve shit. You can't half out something, isn't it? 100%. Like, you're never ever going to make money if you think money doesn't make you happy. You got to be like, I need it. Like, this is a necessity. I got to work hard. I got to be motivated. Otherwise, you're just yes. going to be like, fuck it. I'll just be content with what I have. I think before you make money, you've got to have some sort of principles, money, like and um, values that you know will be something that will work in the long term. And what money will do is it will just amplify everything you believed in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will just like, let's say you had like 98%. What money will do is it'll lock that extra 2% that you needed. Yeah. So when I say the best thing the rich did it is that they said that money doesn't bring you happiness. It's not that money's everything. It's just that in this society, if you want to survive, if you want to make any sort of moves or get any sort of status, you need it. Yeah. yeah. There's no, no, yeah. There's and, no other way around. And if we go back to what we say with schools, what a lot of the time it does is it just indoctrinates kids 
like boys, girls, perfectly boys, to just think, look, you should just be happy getting told what to do. As long as you earn, let's say, 30, 40 grand a year, you should be happy. Mm. Go back to your wife. That's what they're trying to do. It just removes that fire in men. Yeah. That every man naturally has. Mm-hmm. Every man has a talent. You just need to know how to, in this society, monetize it. Exactly. But if you teach every guy to be think the exact same way, it's just going to cause confusion. And that's when people don't feel... That's when people try to feel depressed. That's when people think, oh, fuck this. What's even the point? School shooters. Doing crazy stuff. It's not because it's monetizing it. Like, they, they don't know how to change that motivation to like something positive so they just uh implode in it it's in them to do crazy stuff like the school shit has it in them to do crazy stuff this motherfucker could be a businessman he could have mm-hmm. been a ceo mm-hmm. he could have been a soldier he could have been he could do so many good things in it but he doesn't know how to monetize he doesn't know how to control it yeah, he just he's fucking... psychopath. <laughs> yeah but like yo but um, he's easily controlled yeah that's why he's do- doing that but naturally that you need everyone who needs a thing inside them innit? it's because like when you start school you know when you're young in receptions and you get told where you want to be people say i want to be a fireman i want to be a footballer i want to be a doctor <laughs> everyone's got completely different like yeah, goals yeah. but then when you end a school everyone just wants similar things yeah. everyone just wants oh just as long as i work in like a nice office where i don't have to go out in the cold and i get paid good money i get like i get my holidays holidays yeah, yeah. paid off i get going hol- like they're happy with it it's like before slavery was you work in someone's house what did you get you got given food you got given shelter and you just had to work for whoever was the master now slavery, yeah. what do you get with the money that you have to pay a mortgage off that's let's say what 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 what, what type of prices are going up now 100 let's say an average house now semi-attached three bed in sunland it's a cheap area 140 100 mm-hmm. 200 grand yeah you have to work what 40 50 years of your life to pay that mortgage off so you get food so so you get a house then you have to pay for food then you get shelter what's the difference between slavery before you got that for free now you're just made to think that you're not not selling the system mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not out of the system till we fucking award so much shit to be able to get out of the system you, you can't just get out and be like oh you did this to me so you need to help me be free the people at the top aren't going to do that. That's entitlement thinking. Mm. You need to be willing to make yourself in a position where you've got your own house in order. You're being the best to yourself. Then you can look at, okay, yeah. I want a girl, I want a woman, I want a family. Because if you try and do things like, if you it's like don't trust the process and do things quickly and go for the quick fix, that's when you're just going to have that harsh reality coming to you. So you can go to the gym. You can think, I want to get a six pack. And if you go in two weeks and you're still a fuckhead, like you can't blame yeah. <laughs> society for that. You can't blame all oh, my genetics for that. Mm-hmm. It's because you didn't put the work in. Yeah. No sacrifices. And these are the things that you see on the internet and guys get gravitated to it because in, intrinsically they know it's true. So when they see people like, let's say you said Cam- Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate, whoever it is, all they do is they tell guys to be a self-improvement and men are the harshest dem- demographic that they that they harshly like criticize as well. Yeah. How long's big? An hour forty. Oh, time goes quick, doesn't it? Oh yeah, well, <laughs> we can go for another three hours. <laughs>
Now, shall we end it there? Yeah, okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Any shout outs? Any any reminiscent moments that you want to bring up? You know, so you can future self and see you talk about now. Well, I just hope that I always try and progress in any situation. You got a message for your future son or something? <laughs> oh, you need to give me some time to think about things like that. <laughs> well, I can't see you can't even say son now, can you? Whatever he identifies. <laughs> no, but, but I just I just want to always have a mentality where whatever situation I'm in. I just want to try and improve, try and get better. And then naturally, that will have a positive impact on whoever I care about around me. So I just think is like always try and move forward. Yeah. Because if you're moving forward, other people will look at that and want to move forward as well. Exactly. It's very... Uh, it's addictive. Yeah. It's like a virus. Yeah. But in a good way. So even if when you're hustling, it ain't just for you. Like you're actually motivating other people. So you know how all these negative things we've talked about that are programming you? You can program your mind to be completely positive and yeah. think in a righteous way. Yeah. It's all up to you. Mm-hmm. The power comes when you accept that responsibility for your own actions. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're not responsible for anything, if you're not even responsible for yourself, you've got no power. Yeah. Exactly. The power of optimism is crazy, man. The ability to like think it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, you'll find a way. You'll find a way. I think that's all it is, isn't it? You've you got to tell yourself, you'll find a way. No matter mm-hmm. what position I'm in, no matter what problem it is, problem solving. Mm-hmm. You will find a way to find a problem. Find a solution. Exactly. When you see problems, look for the solution. Look for the solution. It's like, they don't just say it for the crack of it, but being solution-orientated is what makes the difference. Mm. Yeah. 100%. And at the end of the day, if, you, if all you care about is, oh, how I feel or how I think, you're not going to get that respect and you're not going to make the progress that you wished you did. Yeah. Like when you said, what are you going to wish when you're looking older? I don't want to be 45 and look back and be like, when I was 10, 12, I didn't want to end up like that. Because when we're mm. young, we all wanted to, we all had goals that we're going to yeah. do this boss shit. But then what happens when you're in your 30s and 40s? You just accept fucking the bare minimum. But we all have that fire on us to... Like, to do much more yes to actually speak it into reality yeah for sure and on that note word up <laughs> <laughs> inshallah um, thank you Joe, for coming on firstly welcome, bro. yeah I appreciate it bro. Um, but yeah that was episode what 24 24 I think yeah, 24 I think. I think yeah that's lazy talk signing first off. one of 2023 oh, oh shit yeah First one in 2023. Yep. Keep watching for all of the upcoming guests. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Stay tuned for the next one. Peace. Nice. What do you think? Hi, guys. I uh, hope you like the podcast. Uh, just wanted to quickly let you know if you can just like and subscribe. And if you can also share it to other people. I'd really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Peace.